none of this stuff is hard. And that's the thing, like it does take a little bit of time and it takes maybe a tiny bit of planning, like Sean didn't plan. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tori Mathis, and I'm here with the one and only Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum. Hey, that's me. How's it going? And lots of people I see say that blogging is dead. What do you think, Sean? You think blogging is done and people should stop doing it for their business? Newspaper still isn't dead. So the answer would be no. Absolutely not. People online are looking for information. They're looking for answers to questions. And I think, I honestly, I think that blogs are the second best choice. I have a first choice, but the second best choice is not bad. I think first choice of getting answers is YouTube videos. Second is absolutely blog articles because that if you are searching anything on Google, most likely what you're gonna find are articles, blog posts on other websites. That's where people are getting their answers, which means that people like to read them because they give them the answers that they want and Google and other search engines love them because again, they're providing information for what people are searching for and Google wants people to be happy. And so Google wants to make sure that they're giving people the answers that they're actually looking for and the content that they're actually looking for. And that's what all these algorithm updates and things like that are generally for is so that, man, do you remember like, 10 years ago, you would go to search for something and then it would put you on this weird landing page with all these other like links of stuff. Like before Google? No, this was this was after Google, but I guess that people used to build out these websites that were like their own little search engine and then they'd have all these ads on it and stuff. Like Google cleaned all that crap up. Like if you remember, you know what I'm talking about. Like that That's where is you get what, all the viruses and Yeah, there'd be all these sites and stuff. Like Google's algorithms like try to get rid of all that crap stuff and then deliver like really good information. So if you're answering questions, like answering specific questions um, that people are searching for, then Google's gonna serve up your page as answers for them. And that gives everybody a fantastic opportunity. Like this doesn't cost anything. It's not like TV commercials a long time ago. You know, you don't have to pay to get in front of people. This is an easy way for your business to get in front of people by answering questions. Sean has a really good example of this that shows that one blog post can do a whole lot to the amount of traffic, you know, the amount of people that are going to your website. Sean did a little blog post. Yeah, there was a, there was a, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, I was looking at the analytics on the website. Uh, and so I could see that there was a little bit of a, a downhill slope on the amount of traffic that was going in there. And I was like, well, what, what's the, you know, what's going on here? And, uh, so I was like, all right, I need to create something fresh. I, I, I've already told everybody, you know, on the, the main part of the website, it's like, here's what the museum's about, here's all these things. Like, that's already done. So what's left is a blog post. And it, I've already got all the content for the museum, so I was trying to think of something else, right? Like, what else can I talk about that still ties it to the museum and do everything? So. The museum is very close to the number third most visited city in Georgia. And it's a tiny town. It's Helen, Georgia. Third most visited city with a population of like less than 700 people. That's wow. In, is it really less than 700? Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. You'd never know. It's a cool Bavarian town, all that kind of stuff. So I was like, all right, I'm going to 
I'm gonna write just something super simple about Helen, Georgia, and how cool that city is, and that miles through time is just 20 minutes away, uh, that you can go and visit and see the antique mall and the antique cars and all this kind of stuff that you can do when you're already going to Helen. And so I, I, I mean, I, I typed it up real quick, threw a couple pictures in there, didn't spend a whole lot of time on it. It was just, I just puked out a little bit of content, really. And then I shared it on Facebook. I shared it on Google. I, I shared it on all social medias, really. It's just a, you know, uh, what I think I, I think I did it from like a road trip from Atlanta. Yeah, I think that one was just from Atlanta or Georgia, something like that. Because I've also done it for a road trip from Greenville, South Carolina, because we're about an hour, hour and 15 minutes away from there as well. So these big metropolitan areas where people are already searching, like, what can we do from these areas? I'm going to tell them what they can go do. They can go <laughs> go to Helen, go to the museum, and uh, do a few other things. There's waterfalls. we got a ton of waterfalls around there. So I put out a bunch of stuff there of all these waterfalls. Oh, and by the way, you can also go see a car museum, which is appealing to people. Even the antique, like, people are constantly wanting to go to antique malls. And so if you if you look, where's our, where are antique malls around me? And say five of them all show up within the same radius. You could easily go to all of them. But one of them's got a car museum with it. Which one do you think they're going to choose? The car museum. So how did you figure out what these search terms are? Like, because I was talking about, you know, you got to have questions that people are answering. You have to have terms that people are searching for. So how did you come up with these terms to do the blog posts about? Uh, some of it was just Googling it, like trying to figure out what is around. Uh, like, I'll, I'll search Georgia museums. I'll, I'll search all kinds of stuff just to see if the museum is pulling up underneath any of those searches. Because again, like like you said on the previous, if I just search miles through time, I'm like the first four pages. Like it's well, all. Well, I sure hope time. you are right. Like right. so, you got to search beyond your name. You got to get in the shoes of your customers, of your clients, of for Sean, for people that would visit the museum or that are visiting other things around that might also go to the museum and figure out right what they're searching right, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's. People are looking for things to do, so you know you tell them a few things, and uh, even even car like car museums. Um, I would list. I've listed all of them. Like it's not just about miles through time. Go. You can go to the miles through time. You can go to you know the memory lanes. You you go to the new ones. So there's all kinds of different ones you can go to. Uh, because chances are people are going to go to all of them. It's the same with like a, a pizza place. You write a blog post that says top five pizza places around here. List your competition. But oh you're my on there gosh, as well. I think you were reading my mind just now. Yeah. Dang, Sean Mathis. Man, so I'm thinking I went to this um, real estate convention with a friend of ours that we were doing some marketing things for realtors and there was this keynote speaker there and it was all about how realtors should be blogging and um, he actually was in do you remember this story he did pools or something like that like it was some type of landscaping things and he was like you can do this for your business and get found he for his business did the five best um landscapers or pool what would it be like pool installation people yeah. and wrote a list of them and wrote this big blog post and like described all of his competition and he put himself at number three and so people would look up like best atlanta you know 
pool installation, you know, whatever, installers, and then find his, because that's what people are searching for, and find his blog post, and then he's not even putting himself which, on. Which like, happens to be on his website. Like his you're already website, there. right. He got them there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It totally works for any of them. Dog grooming, uh, restaurants, like anything. You got HVAC companies, uh, the realtors. He's create a list of the top five, top whatever, and slap yourself in there. Okay, uh, number three. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, the thing is that the blog post is on your website. So no matter what, no, you, you could be number 10 out of 10. They're already on your website, which means you probably should have a sidebar or something, a contact, uh, learn more. Like you're the first step. They found you through there. Now, if it falls apart after that and they wind up going to the number one, there's not a whole lot you can do, but... They might have done that already. Yeah. I mean, you're, the point is that you you're found and they've gone to your website which then you know goes way deeper on the algorithm behind google that makes it so that your website gets found more because you're getting more traffic to it so that i mean there's more to it than just that one visit like that one visit compounds and then it gets shown more and it i mean it's a snowball effect on it and it's all just from you know putting a little blog post out there well and google knows how many people are clicking on each page, like each search option, right? So the more people click on your website, it shows Google that your website is more popular, so it's gonna show your website more often. So, and it's not like clickbait, because you really are giving them good information. Yeah. It's not like you're trying to trick anybody like that. Um, but that kind of popular type of post is definitely something that will get people to click. One mistake that I see people make, and we have a couple clients that do this, and you know, we kind of have to you know, figure some things out for them, is that they want to do blog posts, and then they send us a picture. It's, it's brutal. They'll like do a newsletter or something, and they'll take a picture of it, and they'll be like, post this to our blog post. Like The thing about blog posts, the thing about pages on websites, is that there has to be text. That is what Google is reading. Google, Google can't look in the picture and see what's actually going on it has to actually like find actual words that are typed not words in a picture <laughs> in order for it to know what the post is about so it can show people um and then there's also some other things with seo like you need to have a description and you need to have you know your keyword in there you need to have a you know these different things that are in there but all those things have in common they're words that have been typed in there so if you want to do a post for your for your business, you want to show a whole bunch of pictures or you want to show, you know, you want to share something, you got to type up a little bit of something with it. Google prefers over 300 words. Like that's great if you can. I know sometimes it's, it's probably a little bit hard, um, but, but you have to put text in there. Like Sean could do all kinds of posts that would have to do with different displays or different cars, but he would type up like actual words to go with that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the most recent one I did, we took, uh, was that last weekend or the weekend before? Did you do the post on the... Yeah, I did okay. it. Uh, so we went and visited a few places that, you you know, w we live in the Atlanta metro. So, I mean, we, we, we are the demographic if, if, you know, we weren't the museum, that it would be a place that would be appealing. So we did a real world tour of stopping at one place taking photos, did all the whole thing, experienced it. We took a day trip from the Atlanta Metro. Yeah, right? and, th and then we went to the museum and, and did that like normal. And then we went to another spot and we did this whole big full circle thing and took pictures at every spot. And so I just typed up a little bit about each location, shared the pictures that we were at and said that it was a perfect day trip to take. And 
it's a blog post on miles through time. So the first place that we went to, we went to the school bus graveyard. Yep. We took a whole bunch of photos there, which was really fun. Kids got to run around and do a bunch of things. And you know, before we went there, like Belle and I went and searched for school bus graveyard just to kind of find out people, people search for it. Okay. So by Sean doing a blog post about school bus graveyard and putting images out there about school bus graveyard, like that's just connecting the museum to something that people are already um, doing and and the fact that it's not only a day trip from Atlanta that you could go to School Bus Graveyard, but it's also car related that like really really connects it that somebody's gonna find the museum and not realize oh School Bus Graveyard is close well we can make a trip and do both of them like if they're already gonna be traveling like how do you get them to make that so by making that connection for people through a blog post you're getting people more likely to come that way to visit both of them the second place that we went to was like a little uh, a, t a little zoo type thing um, and again very close to that area so if people were coming and wanted a day trip and they wanted something to do with their family or with kids like that's bringing like a whole different demographic so not only are you bringing car people but you're bringing people that want to bring their family and uh, you know show them around the whole area so it's connecting all these different things that are making it more likely for people to find your website so more people are going to find miles through time because sean has done those websites or those blog posts you know and we took lots of pictures at both places provide a lot of information so that way that we're providing value right to anybody that's reading that blog post because the more value that you provide the more interesting you are that you throw a few photos in there then it's likely that people are going to share it that's another really awesome thing about making blog posts is they're super duper shareable People want to give other people that information. So if you think about like, how can I make this not only informational, but how can I make it so that somebody would actually share it? Um, that's like a win-win. And I think people with those types of day trip things, like those are totally shareable posts, especially if you put beautiful pictures in there, which are just pictures we took ourselves. Right, and I mean, it's a really good thing to do if say you're not one of the most popular businesses but there is a really popular attraction business, whatever it is near you that you can connect with to provide relevant, useful content, use the pool that they already have to draw yourself and attach to it. You know, if you're a restaurant that is, you know, within a, you know, a close distance of, you know, the Dallas Cowboys stadium, you're going to want to create a, a blog post that says you're this fantastic restaurant maybe one of three or something near the Dallas Cowboys stadium that when people you know the the hundreds of thousands of people that are going there for for games are finding you oh, that's the place to go eat when we go to a game or you know the the date nights or whatever the case may be well, and when you do that in the blog post if you actually put the link to those people's website on there. A lot of people have it set up that if somebody links to them, they'll get a notification, which is awesome because everybody wants more media about them. So if you're writing about them, they're likely to share it. Then when you share that on social media, you can tag the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and all those other restaurants. And so they're seeing that not only are you sharing them on social, but you're also writing about them. Then you start to create that whole like network of sharing that maybe they're gonna share that to their audience, right? You know, so if you shared the school bus graveyard thing, it's possible that the school bus graveyard would then share Sean's article about school bus graveyard. Like it's, it's linking it, then they know you, and then they might be more likely to um, 
refer you. Like if people are there even in person because now they know who you are. Like it starts to, it's like so many different ways. Yes, it's great for Google and yes, it's great for searching and yes, it's great for customers. But then you're also networking with other people that, that are going to be the ones to refer you. Right. And, and to that point, say you are an HVAC company. Like you, you, know, you, you, you can do the top three or whatever. That, that's one angle. Or let's say you do um, just pool install, installation places, right? You, you, you list the top five local pool installation places on your HVAC website. It's not even competition, but summertime, people are the pools, all that kind of stuff. You're, you're doing air conditioning, same, same world, right? But now you've got five different pool installation places that are gonna wanna share your post to your website that all those people have air conditioning needs. Like there's a lot of different angles there that you can do that sure. like makes it, I mean, make, and, and you can make it fun. Like go, go test out the local parks or do, do I was things, about that, you like, know? We always talk about like a pizza place and stuff like that. Why not say like, go to the, you know, grab a pizza and go have a picnic right. or something. And then you do a post on like the five parks that are around you. Mm. Like there's so many fun things that you can do that make it, again, Google will find it, but then people find it interesting and people want to share that because that it's fun stuff that mm. you're doing something a little bit different. And I think that's what we need to look at is how do you make it a little bit different? You know, a museum talking about a city, like that's a little bit different than just a museum talking about cars over and over and over again. Then you got to find people that are only searching for cars. But there's other people searching for things that you can bring them into your world. So you got to branch out a little bit beyond what you're doing so that you can bring other people and other businesses into it. And now that I'm thinking about it, I can't believe I haven't done it before, but stay tuned. I'm going to write a blog post on Miles Through Time that lists all the restaurants to eat in Clarksville. That's all, yeah. I haven't thought of it until just now. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the museum directly, but I'm going to create a piece of content that only lists places to eat. Restaurants, not McDonald's or Wendy's, or, but like sit down, nice, yeah. nicer restaurants just in Clarksville. So if any, because it's a question I do get asked, where can we eat around here? Well, I'm going to provide that so that if they're searching, where do we eat in Clarksville? Because they're already, you know, already going to go and, and visit the museum. Now I'm going to pull up an, an option for them that keeps them on my website that tells them all these places they can go eat. I don't even have to put a whole lot of effort into it because what I'm going to do is I'm going to Google restaurants in Clarksville and I'm going to go right down the line and I'm going to put a little bit of information with each one of them and I'm just going to list it as a blog post on Miles of Time. So then each one will be linked back to their website yep. and then when you share that on Facebook, you can uh, I'm gonna make mention it so that all they're, of them. They're all going to want to share it. If any of them are doing anything on social media, which I hope they are, some of them I'm, I wish they would do more, but they're going to want to reshare that. Have you done one with like five best antique malls in North Georgia and then listed the, like found five and then listed and then, you know, this one happens to have a That's a good one too. No, yeah, see, no. we can just sit here and come up with all kinds yep. of cool little, yeah. Yep. And that's just kind of how you do it. And so maybe you need to sit down with some people and just start shooting up some ideas and then other ideas come and, and uh, you put it out there and see what works and what doesn't, because you know what? Some of them aren't gonna work. Some of them are gonna be never gonna get found, <laughs> never uh, gonna get read, and you never know what it's gonna be. See, and that's the thing is, you know, one that I can think, oh, everyone's gonna wanna, you know, know this. It, 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 get, it falls through the cracks <laughs> or something, like it's just nothing. And then another one where I thought was nothing special winds up 
reaching thousands of people. You know what, too? I do that. I do that all the time. Like, I'm judging it by me. I'm like, ah, maybe this isn't the best thing to put out because I don't think it's the best thing. And I've got to, like, get that out of my head because I, it, it's not just me. It's not about me. Everybody likes different things. So I need to stop judging it and think I don't think it's very great and just put it out of, like, somebody may find this to be totally fascinating. Like, somebody may need to hear this today. Somebody may love whatever it is. Like, you got to just push it all out because you do not know and what you think is going to work is not going to be what's going to work mm -hmm. it's the craziest thing youtube videos that we've done podcasts that we've done like it is not the ones that i'm like this is the greatest one ever and it's not it's it's the weird random one that i'm like maybe we shouldn't even post this <laughs> it's shit yeah. and then everybody loves it like you never know you don't i mean and really it, it doesn't matter how much time you even put into it. I mean, as long as it's relevant, useful content, it's good enough. You can always you know, get fancier and fancier with it, but do you have the amount of time to put into it? Chances are, if you're focusing on your business, you might not. Well, and I, you know what I said about the School of Bus Graveyard? We took beautiful pictures and we put them in there. You know what? They are pictures that we took with our phones. I don't think we even edited them. We just picked the best ones, and it's like we let the pictures do the talking because it's really cool. Like, if you haven't looked, go to the Miles Through Time website and look at the School Bus Graveyard pictures or on either of our social medias. Like, we've been sharing them because it's it's amazing, like, what they have done and, and cars stacked on top of buses and graffiti that is beautiful, graffiti that is crazy. Like, it's totally worth looking, looking at. Um, so when I say that we put beautiful pictures in there, like, it's not that we are photographers. They're, it's that the pictures are freaking yeah, cool. They're fun photos. <laughs> right. They're not anything crazy. So when Sean's writing these posts, Sean is not a writer. Sean does not have a writing degree. Sean didn't hire somebody to write something for him. Sean went and looked some stuff up on YouTube or on Google, put some stuff together. How much time did you spend on Sean like, might not even proofread his own stuff. <laughs> Sean probably <laughs> didn't. <laughs> Uh, my my window of like time to like actually do this stuff is so small that I, I I try to bust it out as quickly as possible. Somebody emails me and says, "Hey, dude, you missed a punctuation or this." And they don't say it; they're like fucking moron. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I'll fix it if I find it. You know, other than that, I, I really don't care. I mean, because the thing is, too, is a lot of times my my brain, your brain, it fixes stuff automatically. It really does. So, I mean, half the time on a lot of stuff that we have, I just sit and wait to see if anybody even notices stuff that I, I find out later, and they don't. I mean, they, they really don't. So it doesn't matter. You know, I love here. I hear stories like this all the time about somebody that pushed something, like they were totally not ready, like pushed out a book that had mistakes in it and stuff, and then they got that one email or phone call or whatever that said, like, I was going to kill myself, and your book made me stop. I mean, like, like they were like, I could have not put it out. And I, like, what would have happened? Like, you can reach people, you can help people without things being super polished and super perfect. You do not have to be a writer to write blog posts. You do not have to be a photographer to put out great photos that, uh, that are just photos. Well, and to that point, blog posts aren't printed, right? So put it out there in a few weeks, months, tweak it. Change it. And put it out there again. 
really, you don't even have to change it to put it out there again because no. people aren't going to see. Like when we say put it out there, like share it. Like people aren't going to see it when you share it the first time nope. or the second time or the third time. So keep putting it out. You could share it every day for weeks. <laughs> and people are You're still not going to reach everybody. They're not going to be annoyed and be like, why do you keep posting that same thing? Except mm -mm. like maybe your mom. She might notice. Right. Because she follows you and like five people. You know what I mean? Like nobody else is really going to notice. Um or see it that many times. Um, and I know Sean is really great at putting all of his stuff on his Google page. So your Google My Business page. So uh, explain to people how, like example, the Helen um, article, you put that on your Google business page, which like super gets a whole bunch of views as well. Tell people how you actually do that. Cause I don't even know. Cause. So on, on Google it. business, you, you, you have a business you had you better have Google Business filled out. And, and it's super simple. Google, Google Business. Um, see if your business is already listed, if you, if you don't already have it claimed. If, it's, if they've already created something for it, claim it. If there's nothing, create it. And it, I mean, it, you're just filling out information, name of business, contact information about stuff. Uh, but then you also have the opportunity to plug in photos, you know, beyond your logo. Like nobody cares, right, about the logo. Put the logo in there in the logo section, but they want to see pictures, stuff that represents your business, whether it's your merchandise, your location. So is this beyond your profile? This or is, is this all your part profile? of your profile. Okay. So what about like I get these emails from Google for the businesses because all of our like we're both admins on all of the businesses, and so I get sometimes I get emails that Sean doesn't. So I get these emails from Mastery Time all the time, and it's like your picture to a hundred thousand views. So is that like a feed that you're putting it on or are you putting it on your profile? Does that make sense? That's like, just the that's just the the miles through time photos. Okay. So it's it would be photos that Google reads as the business putting the photos there. And then because of the type of business it is, other people can also post photos of their visit with the reviews or any of that because it puts it all together. Okay. Um, but you can see which ones are done by the business or, or whatnot. Uh, and then there is also a post section where that's you can put okay. Uh, post, so are you, are updates, you putting photos, events. Are you putting photos in Those that? photos are not part of your photos. Those are just posts. So if you search... You need to put them twice then. Yes. Okay. So if you if you search, search Miles Through Time or any business, and because you're, you're very strict on the name of the business and then all the stuff's filled out, you should see the business profile to the, the right side of the page. It'll have the... It, it's how you get on Google Maps. It, it'll show pictures. It has your reviews the contact information. And then if you're posting posts, it'll list the most recent posts there as well, which is just additional ways, you know, information out there that you might as well utilize because again, they don't charge for it and they like that content. And all I do is all the one of the photos I put on, on the blog post, I'll upload as the photo to the post. I'll put a link that takes them to the post and the first couple sentences of the post and that's it. And so it's uh, there's a picture and that looks intriguing. Couple sentences. I want to know more. Clicks takes them back to the so website. So you want to take them back to the website. Okay. Yep. Yeah, see, and Google likes showing people stuff from Google. So yes, you want to have all the stuff on your website and you want to draw people into your website. But if Google wants to show people Google stuff, like you need to utilize Google. Well, and think of your competition, right? If there's five other people in your city that do the same thing, but you're the one that's got your Google business page completely filled out and utilizing it with posts, uh, constantly having more photos. You can tell if you look at the photos on Google business, that it'll share, it'll share a map of you with the amount of photos you have and similar businesses with the amount of photos they have. 
Yeah, miles to times like 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 we're way higher than everyone else. That's because I mean, they're not posting pictures. So I mean, it, it makes it algorithm wise, we're way more appealing. So no matter what your business is, fill it out. Put as much content in that Google business listing as you possibly can. Duplicate whatever you're doing from your website and put it on Google business. Uh, whatever you're posting into social media, photos, anything like that, also put it on Google business because Google loves themselves, right? So just put it there as well. And then in what's gonna happen is you're gonna fill up all the search results with your stuff that's already on Google plus everything else that you're doing and, and you're gonna drown out the competition where their only option is going to be to pay Google specifically to show their stuff. So when you do all of these blog posts on your website, you know, maybe a, a few, a handful a month, you don't just let you don't have to just let it sit there on your website, but then you go and share it on social and share it on your Google page and and all of those things are bringing back more people to your website. Um, and you don't have to share it once, you share it over and over again. So once you create this one piece of content, this one blog post, it can keep working for you over and over and over and over. And don't delete blog posts. Like I hate it when people, clients are like, oh, we already did that, like we're that's done, or we're not sure, like go ahead and delete that post. No, you never delete the post because that can still bring people in. You can update it, yeah, update and maybe it. if it's for an event, you can say this event is over, or check out our new events here, but you never delete that post because you want that link to continually bring people in. And like like we say, like it's, it's just the internet. Like you can update anything, it's not print, you can update it, you can add things to it, you can take things away, you can link them somewhere else, but don't ever, ever delete it. Yeah, and it is not, uh, if you build it, they will come. It does, like Maybe, if you're really, really lucky, depending on what it is, but in most cases, you gotta work at it. You gotta, you gotta direct people to that stuff you create. So, though you do have to direct people, it's not hard to do. No. Okay. No. Yeah, none of this stuff is hard, and that's the thing, like, it does take a little bit of time, and it takes maybe a tiny bit of planning, like, Sean didn't plan, <laughs> but Sean is like, you say you do all these posts and it makes you sound like you're, uh, you know, professional blogger or super organized. Sean, are you a professional blogger? Not at all. Are you super organized? Are you super detail oriented? <laughs> Definitely not. I'd <laughs> right? love to be, but no. Right. Do you have like a, a schedule of blogging so that you keep it? Do you have like a schedule of when you're gonna share your posts? No, absolutely not. No, like Sean is just doing it. Like every day, little bit. Every day, little bit. In fact, okay. a lot of times I don't even think about it until something triggers it, like earlier in this episode where I'm like, hey, I'm gonna do the restaurants, you know, or the other antique malls. Like that's how it happens. And then, and then I think on it until I get that window of opportunity to actually do it, um, which is usually really quick because I only wanna, I, I wanna, I'm an action guy, so as soon as I think of it, I want to try to get it done as soon as I possibly can, um, which literally means I cut as many corners as I can to get it out there, and, and I mean, it's just good enough. I can always expand on things, too. You can always create that initial blog post, you know, really quick, and then, you know, when you get more information, create another one and link it to that first one as a continuation. I mean, there's, there's so many things you can do, which is why one of the, you know, one of the important things is having a website that is functional and has the ability to have this blog. I mean, there, there, you can get you can get the most simple website out there, and it's not going to do what you want it to do. So it's one of those things that you got to take into account and and know that going that little extra step on having a more 
robust website and including that blog, it, it can work in your favor if you use it. Absolutely. And then when you come up with like these ideas like this, like text yourself because sometimes like you can't stop what you're doing because maybe you're doing like your regular work or something like that. But text yourself so you have that idea because ideas are going to come to you all the time. Talk to your spouse. Talk to some people in the in the office. You know, if you have that, uh, talk to some of your employees. Talk to some of your friends. Like, and start like getting this dialogue of like all these ideas that you can come to. And then just like, like Sean does, just get them done. Get them done good enough. Because good enough is enough to help people and answer those questions and get people onto your website and, and connect with all these other businesses. And blogging is not dead at all. Nope. Not at all. And Sean, after you shared that Helen post, you noticed that your traffic went down again. What happened? What did you do? It went down? No. No, you said that it, like, after you shared the post, your traffic went back up. It spiked. And then you noticed that it came down. And what did you do? I reshared it. And what happened? It went back up again. Like, it's, it's a wave. It's not like it's one time and then it's dead. Sean's traffic dipped a little bit more, and so he shared the Helen post, and his traffic went up again. Sean could probably go right now and share the post, and guess what would happen to his traffic on Miles Your Time? It'd probably go up again. Now, any, anything that I put out there that, that will take them back to the website, I mean, that's what I always want to do. I want to send them home. I'm going to send them back to the website every single time because that's where the rest of the information is. If I just put stuff out there that's like, oh, that's great information, but it doesn't actually help me any, <laughs> like what good is that? It's a waste of time. Yeah. So just get it all connected, get it all bringing back to your website. And then if you see our other video that we did about like what's the number one thing that your, you know, your website is doing, then your website is working for you. So all these things are, they're working for you. Your website's working for you. The blog post's working for you. The Google page is working for you. And then they're all working together. It takes a little bit of time, little baby steps that end up being a snowball. You can do it. You can do it. I have faith in you. Absolutely. So if you like this episode, we would super appreciate it if you would share it with people that you think may need this information. And we will see you on the next one. If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to besmartal.com.